Andersons PhD podcast. Anecdotes from 2000 days of researching, learning and teaching. My name is Jesper Andersen, and from January 2020, I'll be enrolled at the doctoral program at the Department of Architecture, Design and Media Technology, Aalborg University. I will be doing my PhD researching music and technology with three articles related to cochlear implant, distance learning and 3D audio. And for me, it will be a part-time job for five years while I will stay in my current position as associate professor and head of Tonemeister program at the Royal Danish Academy of Music. With this podcast, I want to give an informal look into the life of a PhD fellow, sharing thoughts, surprises, concerns and research findings on the way. Thanks for listening. So hello everyone and welcome to this uh, fourth episode of Anderson's uh, PhD podcast. And it's now uh, Tuesday, January 21st, uh, 2020, quite late in the evening. It's almost midnight and dark and quiet here in Copenhagen. Uh, I would like to take a little bit of time now to talk about the different classes that I will be following myself here starting up the PhD. Uh, because yesterday I had a good uh, almost two-hour meeting with my tutor where we went through a lot of the different possibilities for uh, PhD classes for me to follow. Um, I think I have mentioned this earlier that a PhD consists of uh, two years of full-time work researching and half a year of uh, full-time work teaching and then half a year of full-time work going to school myself so what I'm talking about now is this half year where I'm going to join different lessons uh, actually the the half year studies is the equivalent to what is called a 30 ECTS points so that's the European uh, Erasmus credit system and it basically means that to have a full time whole year study you need to collect 60 ECTS so for me it's, it's 30 um, and very generally saying that those ECTS credits should reflect how much working time you put into a course. Uh, of course, some of the time is actual hours where you are sitting there in a, an auditorium or something like that. But it's also, it also counts in all the preparation and reading and writing time and so on. Uh, and all in all, these uh, 30 ECTS credits that I will do will all in all consist of something like like uh, 800, 820 hours of work, where some of them, maybe a sixth of them, could come from me attending uh, different kinds of workshops or conferences, but uh, I'll try to focus a lot. I think I'll be doing that anyway to go to conferences, but um, I, I think I lead, need to learn a lot about this uh, research method and, and so on. So I have a lot. I'm a little bit behind, I think, in those areas. Uh, so so it, it's good for me to get a lot of these uh, lessons here. Uh, it's a quite big thing to get an overview of all the PhD courses available in Denmark because they are offered as an exchange around all Danish universities. And I don't even know how many there are, but there are definitely several hundreds of them. <coughs> of course, I will focus 
on some of those taking place here in Copenhagen, and especially on Aalborg University, where I'm actually enrolled. But uh, some of the ones I have found and are also enrolled at right now uh, are not at Aalborg University, but are at other partner universities. And right now there's a list of 11, and I think I'll just mention all of them. I know it sounds frightening with a long list like that, but maybe I'll just spend one or two minutes on on each one and, and try to say what the contents are. I'm not formally enrolled to all of them now, but I am to to quite a lot of them. And uh, all in all, they will actually encompass too many hours of uh, of uh, teaching for me to go to. So I'll probably find the best ones and, and skip some of them or take some of them out again. Uh, but first of all, I could mention that there's actually two uh, PhD courses that are mandatory when I'm studying at Aalborg University. So it could be natural to start there. <clears throat> and the first one, which is actually starting for me, is on April 1st, 2020, and it is called Applying the Danish Code of Conduct for Research Integrity to Your Research. Uh, and that is a course, there's a, a more formal, uh, a more detailed description here that says, This course examines the Danish Code of Conduct for Research Integrity that guides research practices of scientists, researchers, and their collaborators. The course will briefly introduce the principles of research integrity, dwell on the basic standards for conducting responsible research. And I think, of of course, this sounds very, very interesting also because all of the research projects I'll do, especially the cochlear implant and the distance learning project, will involve... uh, a lot of other people and video observing and interviewing and it's actually something that will interact with a lot of people uh, so 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 of course to have the, a good code of conduct and a, a, good, a good ethics to what i'm doing because this relates to to quite closer to to something quite close to other people and maybe sometimes people in quite fragile situations uh, of course this is this is very important but I imagine that something around the code of conduct is also just to have a really pure and, and clean and good good scientific work uh, uh, and the way to, a way to build that up. It's not a very big course. All of all, it will encompass around 30 hours of work. But I imagine that since I'm not so used to reading as, as so many other uh, more academic people than I am right now, maybe I'll have to spend more than 30 hours to do this. But, but it's one easy test credit, which is about 30 hours of work. The next mandatory class is called Introduction to the PhD Study. So this is more a general introduction. It says here it gives the PhD student a basic understanding of how the PhD education at Aalborg University is structured as well as the formal requirements related hereto. It will support the PhD student in developing his or her study plan. And this is something that um, is formally required required for me here within the first two months of study. I'll have to make a study plan of my project. And uh, I already have a rough idea of a study plan, but it's really nice to to have to do this very precisely. So I'm, I'm sure that I'm managing my time. And I'm already enrolled in this. I think it will be on February 6th, so that's in not so such a long time. And it is only uh, around 15 hours of work, uh, and it's only one-day course. So I, b- I believe that the, for these f- 15 hours is a one-day course, and then maybe one day of, uh, of reading and preparation, something like that. 
Next one, number three, is also a general run here. It is called Writing and Re- Reviewing Scientific Papers. It is also already starting here in February, and this is quite a quite big course, almost four ECTS credits. So, so it's it's a lot of of work, something like um, 110, 120 hours. Uh, and it just says in the in the general description that the aim of the course is to improve the participants' competence in writing and reviewing scientific papers. So uh, this is again very useful for me, and it's very good to get a lot of these courses in place here in the beginning. Uh, so I can sort of get get the skill level I need in order to actually to do the whole project. I will try to save some course time for later on during the project to get more specific courses on on uh, something like listening tests, how to conduct real good scientific listening tests. That's not something that I don't really know enough about, uh, but that is more specific to 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 a certain project, and I think I'll try to leave that out as much as possible. I have I have one more specific course that I'll come come to later but right now I'll stick to these more overall uh, courses the next one number four is called academic information searching publishing and managing uh, and management and I think this is a really important one so information searching publishing and management of the project and this is something a really interesting course that is actually made by the one of the librarians at the Aalborg University Library in Copenhagen, and I, this will be in April, and I'm looking very much forward to this. Uh, it will it would actually give a, a very good skill, very good skills for searching, evaluating, and also organizing information. Uh, and uh, and this is important to me also because I'm not from a st- very strict scientific background that I need to always make sure that whatever I do will have a good relation to other previous research in the area and maybe I don't have the overview of that right now that I actually need. So to be able to do that is, is really, really fantastic. And uh, besides searching, evaluating, and organizing information, there's also uh, uh, lessons on uh, and, and uh, skill training and uh, discussions in terms of the publication strategy for articles and also copyright and also something like maximizing exposure because, of course, one thing is to write some good articles, but it's good to, to have some exposure and make sure that the world somehow will, someone will know what you did and maybe someone will will even benefit for it. That would be really nice. The next one uh, is a course that is, is not at Aalborg University, but it's at the DPU, which is the Danish Pedagogic University, and it is called Art Based research, and uh, this is a very interesting area. That is, uh, I mentioned that, uh, this earlier also that art-based research is not so widely spread in in Denmark. But there's a course in this, and uh, in the description here it says that art-based research is an approach to research in which the researcher uses artistic processes and forms of expression to investigate social phenomena. And I think this is very interesting to me also. Because a lot of what I'll be doing actually will be taking place in an artistic institution, but also very close to different artistic processes. So, so it will be very nice for me to see if there can be like a mutual nourishing from the artistic side and to the to the scientific side, and hopefully that there's a, a nice overlap here. And this course is already in about a month's time. It will start going over three days. 
The next one, and we are halfway now. The next one is Aalborg uh, uh, University um, course that is called Audiovisual Approaches in the Investigation of Complex Learning Processes. Uh, and for this class, it, in a more detailed description, we'll say something like this, that it's about understanding complex learning and learning design processes through the use of audiovisual materials, which could be images, sound, video, animation, and all other similar artifacts, uh, as qual- qualitative digital research methods for data production and analysis. And this is very interesting. And actually, this is for several reasons, because first of all, I know that in my project, I'll be doing a lot of having a lot of video and audio documentation of what is going on. And also probably a lot of interviews that will also be um, video documented and reviewed afterwards. So it's very important for me to have uh, the knowledge about how actually to do this in an in a efficient and also scientific, uh, how can you say, vi- scientific viable manner. Uh, also, since this uh, course talks about new, how can you say, understanding learning design processes, it will also relate more directly to my second article, which is about uh, distance learning. So, so it could give an, a really interesting addition to this, and also some hopefully some new perspectives that I can that I can bring on. Uh, and then finally, I can I can mention that it's it's quite interesting for me that this course is actually being taught by Mie Buhl and uh, Rikke Örngren at the Aalborg University. And I know them quite well because several years ago at the Royal Academy of Music, we had a very big uh, research project that looked into uh, didactics of uh, video conferencing-based uh, distance learning masterclasses for music teaching. And it was a very, very big project that I'm, I was not a researcher for that, but I was basically coordinating and managing the, the project and made sure everything went, uh, uh, happened in a good and practical way. And it was also me and Rikke who were in, in, in charge of that. So we, we met and actually the, me was the person that, that f- as the first one probably eight years ago mentioned to me that uh, maybe I should consider if, if I would do a, want to do a PhD sometime. So now we will meet again. Uh, something like nine years later for this class, so I'm looking forward to that. Then uh, number seven out of eleven here is called interdisciplinary research design, and this is something that will be next winter in late November at Aalborg uh, University. Uh, and here I can just read the description. I says, think it sort of says it, says it all about interdisciplinary research design. It says, the main learning objective is that the PhD student becomes able to identify the relevant dimensions of interdisciplinary research design and her or his own project. Either that is a project that is born uh, interdisciplinary or a project where it actually becomes interdisciplinary during the research process. And next, the participants must be able to develop a motivated and well-argued plan for any interdisciplinary research design proposal. And actually, my project now is not so well described that I can say to which extent it will be interdisciplinary, but uh, I'm very sure this will be relevant to me. Not only for the first article, but also for the next two. So, so it's very good for me, even though it's almost a year. It's 10 months until this will start, so I'll, I'll have to wait. 
but I have a long time to to gather all of these uh, <laughs> these new new courses here. Then three more to go. One here is called uh, Introduction to Qualitative Methods for a Non-Social Scientist. And the purpose of this course is to provide students with basic knowledge about qualitative research methods. Uh, And this is in March and April. I have one problem with this because half of the course is while I'll be at a workshop in uh, Albany, just north of New York, and actually to do a presentation that I will also feature in, in this podcast here. Uh, so I'll have to find out if I can somehow join part of it and maybe take the other part at, at a distance or something like that. But definitely a, a lot of my project will be have qualitative methods in the project, so it would very, be very good to me to have an introduction to that. The course is quite big. It's five ECTS, which is the equivalent of uh, almost one month of full-time work. So since it's only four course days, I believe that there would be quite a lot of reading and writing associated with this. Yes, and I know I said that there was three left before, but it's actually now that there are three left. Number nine, 10, and 11. And they all take place at the Royal Danish Academy of Fine Arts. Uh, because they have a very good PhD school there and a very strong t- tradition for, um, for for PhD program, unlike the Royal Academy of Music, where um, we always need to have a host institu- institution for a PhD, but at the Arts Academy, they actually have uh, their own PhDs. Uh, and these, the first of these three from here is called A Guide to a Successful PhD Thesis. Connecting structure, research methods, and management. And to me, this sounds just absolutely beautiful right now. Um, because this is exactly what I need. It says here, the course, uh, uniquely based on the participants' own thesis work, proposes a step-by-step guide to devising a structure that strengthens uh, parts and chapters and organizations and connections in the project. Uh, so to me, this almost sounds too easy, <laughs> but this is exactly what what I need to get some some structure on on the whole project design. It's also quite big, so almost a month full time work, and it has uh, let me see five days of courses. So I believe there will be a lot of reading and probably also some writing involved with that. Two more. One here is called academic practices method and analysis. This is also at the Royal uh, Academy of Fine Arts. And it says here, uh, it's in Danish, but I'll see if I can translate on the fly, that the course gives gives in-depth insight to the scientific work with a special focus on method theory and analysis. It is uh, aimed towards PhD students from the artistic uh, educations, and it will take uh, a starting point in the participants' individual projects. And again, this is just fantastic for me because this is about uh, someone who has a background in an artistic institution, and this is exactly what I have. So it's, this is like a dream course for me. And this will be sometime in the early March, and I can see I, I'm not enrolled right now. I have to email them before February 8th to to get a space there. So I'll do that very soon. So hopefully there's a space for me. And then the last one in this very, very long talk that I'm thinking out loud right now that I think maybe this is episode four is the the most boring so far of what I have done, but uh, (laughs) it's very hard for me to know. Um, 
but uh, yeah, I think it's important to go through all these things here. But the 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 last one here, number eleven, is called research through design programs, experiments, and theory making. And this is also at the Arts Academy and says here, the choice of PhD research methodology or approaches largely influences the results and the arguments one is able to make. Uh, so I think also this is, is very good to make sure that I have a, a very clear connection of the purpose of the project and the choice of methodology and the different approaches and how it actually leads on to the, the project itself. And this is a two-day symposium and then also a two-day seminar. And and I found that there was actually a, the deadline for enrolling on this has actually already passed before I had access to all the system of all of these classes. But I have written to the program manager and then I will see if there's a chance that I can join in. So that was the whole list. Uh, very impressive if anyone actually heard all of this. Uh, it is 11 different courses I went through now. And I can see that it's actually too too many hours of work. It, it, it will not fit into my project. But maybe out of these 11, maybe 7 or 8, first of all, I'll, I'll get started on those. I'll see how it goes. Uh, and then I imagine that I, I should do a, a podcast episode about each of them. Uh, try to boil everything down to, to 10 minutes. Whenever, whenever a course is finished, then I can tell you about the, the contents and uh, the, the primary learning outcomes that I have out of this and what they meant to my project. Uh, so right now, just to go to the helicopter view of my project, so the status now is that I'm enrolled to a lot of these, uh, these classes and then I'm, I'm trying to take a form now uh, of, the, of the formal and the education part for myself. And then um, in uh, about 10 days' time, I have a, I don't remember the date right now, but I have scheduled now a next meeting with my tutor. And then we will look more specifically to the research structure or the structure of my first research project, which is the cochlear implant project. We already have a lot of different ideas for that. So right now for the first meeting, we got me started with, uh, with all of these uh, different courses I have to take. And then the next one, we need to go to the specific project. And rounding off, I can say that a, a big challenge with this project is that uh, it will it will end up with two concerts for cochlear implant users, and the first concert will be in May 2021, and the second one will be in September 2021. So that means that it's a year and five months on, from now until the first concert, and that's a very, very long time. And this is why I should focus on all of these PhD classes first, and then also have a lot of preparational time and make a lot of pre-studies, uh, because there's such a long time and so much work. Also, in the first half year here, I'll be working a little bit more on my normal job at the Music Academy because I have so many projects I have to finish there. And then in the end, in the very last semester of my PhD, I will work a little bit less at the Music Academy. So the balance will be, be tilting a little bit. So just to, to remind you that I'm doing this PhD as a part-time job next to also teaching and doing other projects at the, at the Music Academy. Uh, and then also, so one thing is to get a lot of work done 
and to have a lot of pre-studies before this cochlear implant concert or both of them goes on but also i will have to get started on my second project and maybe even also starting on the third project already while the before the first project is finished otherwise the the, the plan will not be very in very good shape it, it so um, so that's that's quite interesting so i'm looking forward to that next meeting but i know that before that meeting because i think it is in about 10 days and before that meeting, I'll do another podcast episode, and I'm pretty sure that will be the episode where I'll talk about what I've uh, found from reading four, five, six other PhD projects. So I'm very excited about that, and I think I'll I'll start pretty soon. But this was all for now. I'm not even sure how long I've been talking. I think this is a new record. I can see that it is. So the longest episode ever so far. Uh, Hope uh, everyone were able to to stay awake. Otherwise, maybe this was a, a nice way of uh, of falling asleep. So, so you can do this with no with no um, side effects that you can get from from expensive medicine. So maybe I can advise you to listen to this instead of taking sleeping pills and so on. So thanks for listening, and I think I'll edit this uh, and post it pretty quickly, and then I'm off to bed as well. Good night. For comments, questions and ideas, you can reach me at jesper.andersen at dkdm.dk The music is by Homesick Hank. Check them out. Thanks for listening.